in the new year, there's talk of resolutions, starting over, trying again to be and do our best. In January, the gyms are packed, the produce section at the grocery store is picked over, and uh, alarm clocks are set early with renewed intentions to start our days right with uh, more exercise, eating better, meditation, journaling, introspection. I personally have resolved to take my new puppy, Dottie, on a run as much as possible, which is good for me and absolutely necessary for her. Um, If she doesn't, she will bark at invisible things in the backyard and chew all the children's toys. So um, it's going pretty well so far. Thankfully, I have an accountability partner in this resolution, which always helps. But for many of us, our motivation wanes, and in variable amounts of times, we've forgotten our resolutions. For faiths around the world, there are festivals and holidays that celebrate the concept of rebirth. In the Hindu faith, Diwali is a five-day festival of new beginnings and the triumph of light over darkness. Ramadan, practiced by Muslims, is a month dedicated in part to spiritual renewal. In the Jewish faith, Rosh Hashanah is a 10-day period for introspection and renewal. Not unlike secular New Year resolutions, these holidays focus on rebirth at one time of the year. In some Christian traditions, there is the concept of being born again. Instead of once a year, that signifies one pivotal moment in life that would hypothetically change everything for the practitioner. In Buddhism, the concept of rebirth usually refers to reincarnation after death, again being relegated to a specific moment once a lifetime. Have you heard people say that we are being reborn in every moment? Intellectually, we understand that new cells are constantly being generated by our bodies and old cells are constantly dying away. But what does it mean to be continually reborn in a spiritual sense? Our Thursday morning Dharma book club has been reading Thich Nhat Hanh's beautiful book, No Death, No Fear, which has opened up and deepened the concept of rebirth for me personally. So in honor of the new year and venerable Thich Nhat Hanh, I would like to explore the poetic metaphors and examples that he uses to illustrate how we are constantly reborn. First, he asks us to imagine a candle. You might think that the flame is just going down. You might think that the candle will die. In fact, the flame is going out in many other directions. It is giving out light all around itself to the north, south, east, and west. You are like a candle. 
Imagine you are sending light out around you. All your words, thoughts, and actions are going in many directions. If you say something kind, your kind words go in many directions. And you yourself go with them. If our lives are like that of a candle, then the power of our thoughts, words, and actions are like the light, heat, and energy given off by the candle, the effects of which are felt, experienced, and reborn in those around us. One of the most obvious manifestations of this principle is with our children. It's no secret that our children are more likely to do something they see us doing. We are less aware of the power of our words and even less aware of the power of our thoughts to impact our children's well-being. Thich Nhat Hanh says, we are our children and they are us. If you have one or more children, you have already been reborn in them. Of course, we honor the fantastic uniqueness of our children. But to illustrate the deeper meaning of Thich Nhat Hanh's claim that our children are us, how many times have you said or done something and thought to yourself, wow, that is exactly what my mother or father would have said or done. <laughs> I think of a gesture my grandmother used to make when she wanted to disregard something or communicate that it was not important. <laughs> I imagine my grandfather making a comment and her around the corner out of sight At some point, my mother uh, began using this gesture more than she ever did before. And now I catch myself doing it. <laughs> my grandmother was reborn in my mother. My mother has been reborn in me. It's certainly worth considering how we want to be reborn in those around us. We don't have to wait until New Year's, a special holiday, or death to try again, to recommit, to be reborn. In our Dharma book club, we liken the concept of continual rebirth to redemption. Even if we have done things we regret, things we feel guilty for, Instead of wallowing in our guilt, we instead focus on the possibility of rebirth in the next moment. We can change the balance from the overpowering heaviness of wrongdoing to the increasing lightness of right choice and action. No Death, No Fear recounts a moving story about a man who fought in the Vietnam War. Through the horrors of war, he inadvertently killed five children by putting explosives in sandwiches. 
He was haunted by his guilt, and he could not even stand to be near children long after it happened. The man was blessed by his impulse to attend a retreat for veterans with Thich Nhat Hanh, where he was instructed to focus now on saving children's lives. While it was true he had killed five children, it was also true that he had saved over 20 others. If it is true that we are continually being reborn in the world around us, are we not also continually dying? Mustn't parts of us die to make space for new ones to be reborn? Master Sotesan said, A human being's birth and death is like opening and closing your eyes, inhaling and exhaling, or falling asleep and waking up. These seemingly trivial physiological births and deaths, like the birth and death of a breath, or falling asleep and waking, are opportunities for us to remember that we are always dying and being reborn. By touching that which is everlasting, our original true nature, we will become more skillful at letting go of that which must die and taking responsibility for what is reborn. Through our committed meditation practice, we dissolve into empty space where true nature abides. Our practice helps us access true nature, which remains through all the little births and deaths of this human experience and beyond. This year, I want to reside in the ever-changing, ever-flowing, ever-abiding nature of continual death and rebirth. To feel it all. The excitement of new possibilities and the pain of letting go. As we open and close our eyes, inhale and exhale, sleep and wake. May we be reborn in each other, our communities, and our world from our original true nature. Thank you.